Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, this is Ella from the Delicious Ella podcast, which is currently in partnership with Dell. Focus on running your business instead of your IT when you have Windows 10 Pro. With built-in security, easy-to-implement management, and enhanced productivity to keep your business on the right track. And Dell Small Business Technology Advisors give you the tech, advice, and one-to-one partnership to fuel your business growth. Having grown our business from nothing, I know how important it is to have the right PC and how valuable, good, reliable advice is. To find out more about our business, come and have a listen to the Deliciously Ella podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one of them, because we are harsh judges, only one of them can be taken to the next stage, where its most popular catchphrase will be stolen and reinterpreted by the President of the United States of America. I've actually written here, the United State of America. Um, and some would say it isn't a bit of a state. Hey, hey. I'm Joel, a man who puts the crass in London's King's Cross St Pancras, and across from me is John Harris, a man campaigning for an elusive Zone 8 on the London Underground. He claims that the current seven zones are inadequate for a bustling metropolis. Critics have argued that this is a selfish move designed solely to allow him a quick return to his hometown of Marlow. Yeah, bring it. Bring it on. It's actually... How many zones is too many zones? Zone 8 is just... It's just a circle around my house. When I wrote that, I thought I suddenly thought, is there a zone eight? Yeah. And it might be like Watford. Who I'm knows? sure there's Why? like ten zones if no. you go how many zones will we reach? Well well, I think it's gone into double digits. That was the big that was the big move when they went into double digits. Ten zones. I liked your uh, King's Cross and Pancras because at first everyone's like crass, but it's cross, and then they're yeah. like, ah, he's Pancras. clever. Yeah, he's very clever. I am very. There's a lot of layers to what I do. Yeah, if there's one takeaway you can take from this week's episode, it's Joel is clever. Hey, John, I'm going to start with a film idea, please. Scottish widows. Yeah. It. Some Scottish women have to uh, rob someone. Oh, uh, right. So, what I've done is, again, it's very clever. Steve very McQueen clever. movie. There's a new Steve McQueen movie, and as we've established on this podcast, it's mm. not Steve McQueen from The Great Escape. No. We were the ones to uh, uncover that. 
Well, you think this is probably sort of a bit of a knockabout funny yeah. podcast. There's some pretty hard-hitting journalism going on here. And we were the first ones to blow the whistle on yeah. the fact that the director, Steve McQueen, isn't the Steve McQueen who jumps on a motorbike in The Great Escape. He so, is a black man from London who studied at London Goldsmiths. Um, yeah. And made 12 Years a Slave and the one about sex. Um, shame. Mm. Yeah, so listen to our sister podcast, the eight-episode investigation into <laughs> yeah. the two Steve McQueens. <laughs> Top of uh, the charts. Top, yeah, it would be top of the charts, actually. I'm going around investigating people that have the same name and finding out whether they are it's the one sa- person or not. <laughs> That's my new podcast. Oh, I can't wait for it. It's going to be really big. Yeah, so Scottish Widows. I, uh, what I know about Widows is that it looks great. There's well, a really yeah. good trailer, and everything everything about it seems very promising. Written by the person who wrote Gone Girl or Gone With The Wind. I can't remember which one. <laughs> It's definitely one of those two. Yeah. That is really weird. Like when people, when people, when it was announced that Steve McQueen, you know, serious art house movie yes. director, was yes. working with pulpy fiction writer Gillian Flynn from Gone with the Wind or Gone Girl, yeah, I can't remember. To, yeah, it's difficult to keep up. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe it, but I'm really excited. It it comes out this week as we're we're recording this. Yes. So it, it comes out. We've become a pop- today. Yeah. N- no, I don't think so. Sixth. Oh, maybe it is today. Why is a film coming out on a Tuesday? Uh, who knows, mate? Well, t- Orange Wednesdays. Turns out we're <laughs> turns out we're a pop pop culture podcast now, talking um, about current releases. Yeah, well, the world needs a new pop culture podcast. So, Widows. Yeah, it looks yeah. great. But imagine, John. They were Scottish. Ah, uh, imagine it. Is it the same film, just redubbed? It's redubbed. It's the same actor as redubbed. Uh, but it's me doing all the accents. Right, you d- you doing all yeah. the accents. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, cool. He's gonna rob me trousers. So I actually have more of an understanding of the plot than you do, vaguely. Well, so the titular widows are basically a, bu- a group of men were supposed to do some sort of a heist or an mm. illegal activity. Liam Neeson was one of them. Liam Neeson being one of them, and they are killed in the act. No, and so their widows have to then go and do the, the heist. heist or whatever or whatever criminal activity it mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. because they're being essentially chased for the money okay okay and they do the same heist yeah it's probably the planning's already probably done right yeah exactly you don't wanna, you're not gonna start a new heist no you wouldn't know uh, they'll probably do it more efficiently mm. it'll be better organized i feel like in the last few episodes we mm-hmm. have done way too many things where we've gone but it's scottish <laughs> like, I Look, genuinely the problem think. is i've looked at the stats they're not good enough in scotland uh, in <laughs> in the hubs of london bristol you know Tamworth, we're we're huge. Connor's key. Connor's key. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Oh no. Or were you talking about Connor K, one of our oh, yeah, premium yeah. listeners? Yeah, yeah. But we're not hitting the heights in Scotland. Yeah. So what I've tried to I've tried to appease them by saying, but it's Scottish. Mm. So any movie, but it's Scottish, because you know they'll love that. It's a great start going film, but it's Scottish. Mm. But the problem is the three minutes that that happen afterwards, where we just make loads of Scottish stereotypes. Yeah, that's the problem. But it's, I mean, step by step. Yeah, and it, I mean, at the, at the beginning of this podcast, we denied that, the, that Scotland even existed. So yeah. we've come a long way. Well, we have come a long way. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the first sort of five episodes? We didn't really talk about movies. It was mostly conspiracy <laughs> theories around Scotland. Yeah. I, when I went to Edinburgh, I thought there was a suspicious amount of people from London. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, the Scottish people I did meet mm, felt like they were doing an accent. Mm. Well, was it similar to my one? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Very similar. Mm-hmm. We've all been trained at the same. So school. anyway, so to continue our, our, our love of stereotyping the Scottish, they, they, the heist is haggis and iron brew. Yes. Yes. Very valuable commodity. <laughs> no, it's pre-sugar tax iron brew. Uh, oh, that that's is, that is actually quite good. 
It's liquid gold. Right, it's relevant to two months ago. Mm-hmm. Which is, for us, pretty on the nose. I mean, we just spoke about a film that comes out today. What about this one from Alice? Firestarter for 10. The, <laughs> the Prodigy on University Challenge. That's very good. That is very good. Isn't there quite a famous film called Starter for 10? I think yeah. it might be like a... Have you... Have no. you listened to this podcast? No. I mean, what you do is you take a film. No, I don't you... know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But Start of a Ten, the reason it's a famous film is because that is a uh, phrase that exists. I was um, panning on the film title, not the phrase. But yes, you're right. Okay. They are both What's correct. it about? Ooh. James McAvoy. Scottish? Well, Come he, on. Yeah, I bet you he plays a Brit, though. Because he's not really Scottish. Because does Scotland exist? Exactly. But you said he played a Brit. He... So what are we acknowledging Britain as? So in... England, Wales... And Northern Ireland. Right. In the film, Starter for Ten, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. James McAvoy, English man pretending to be Scottish, plays an English man who is played by an actor okay, who's an English good. man playing a Scottish that's, man playing an English that's man. That's clear now. That's very clear cool. to me and the listener. Thank you. Okay, so Starter for Ten. Yeah, so the Prodigy, due to an administrative error, mm-hmm. the Prodigy have accidentally listed themselves as a university. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. What are the courses? Arson. Poison. Poison. Poison! Right, what about this one from Graham? Dave Batista, Drax actor, gets addicted to dry shampoo despite having no hair. Oh, good, yeah. That is such a niche. Dry shampoo. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever used it? No, but I feel like it, it is in my life more than it used to be. Mm. Is it bigger now, do you think? Are people um, washing less? Yeah. <laughs> have, have people become so busy that the thing they're taking out of their day yeah. is a wash? Not for mm. me. I love a wash. Oh, I'll, yeah. do it. I'll do it two, three times a week. Man, mm. I uh, live in a flat that doesn't have a bath. But if I did, be two, <laughs> no, be two baths a day. No, be out of it. I'd be a red. Ra- I'd be, be a human ra- Joe would have to record the podcast sat next to me in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever, um, ever felt like this? Have you ever thought <laughs> that it's sad not to have a bath, but maybe I could put my foot over the plug for long enough and be in, in the a shower. standing bath? Mm. Wouldn't you love a standing bath? I have a shower. But you'd look like an escapologist. If uh, your girlfriend walked in, she'd think, oh, whatever, you're not going to be Houdini, mate. Stop trying. I I think about it sometimes. Yeah? Sometimes I'll put my foot over the plug and I'll let it get shin deep. No. Yeah. Shin deep? Shin deep. It's good. And you splash about and you know your feet are clean. (laughs) It's the thing, you know. I once saw an image on Facebook (laughs) and it's really stuck with me. And I think about it, most times I shower and it was like, women in the shower and it was a silhouette of a woman and everything was highlighted everything was highlighted it wasn't sexy it was like like a bathroom toilet image of a woman yeah and everything was like colored lit up okay it was like women in the shower and then it said men in the shower and the areas that were lit up were the armpits and the groin and the uh, the joke was that there's the things you wash i see and it's the most accurate piece of observational comedy i've ever encountered yeah i've never met a man who disagrees with that do you really? Do you ever wash your back? Have you ever seen what a woman does in the shower? But, every inch, mate. They no. cover every inch and how stuff. Many, how many of these women you were watching knew about it? Just out of interest for your study. For your it's study. research. It's research. It's research. It's research. It's involuntary research. Tweet us if you are a man who cleans every part of your body. Tweet us if you're a woman who cleans just uh, look, just the problem areas. Let us know. If I'm doing an armpit and I put a bit on my chest, a bit of shower yeah. on my chest, that's a treat. <laughs> I think, well done me. Well done me. Also, here's another question. You're a hairy guy. Yeah. When you shampoo, yeah. do you put the shampoo elsewhere as well? Sometimes. I make sure I get excess in my hand, mm. so there's excess yeah. when I put it on the hair, and then I think, well, the other, it's just hair. It is all hair. Mm. So that's just interesting, isn't it? Like, I've never put shower gel like on my thigh. Here's Have you ever done that? Mm, 
You just assume it's going to get hit. The only thing I would say is I eat soap bar and then I shower gel. So it's like a... Bloody hell! It's like a base coat and then the colour. Do you see what I mean? And what point do you rinse it off? Uh, Next day. <laughs> <laughs> I let it dry, yeah. Here's a, good, here's a really good question. I think you're going to... When I finish this question, John... John? When I, when I finish this question, Joe... John, to leave. <laughs> when I finish this yeah. question, Joe, you're going to say, John, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Does Chewbacca just use shampoo? That is a great question. That is a great question. Does he have shower gel? I reckon he probably licks himself clean, but they'd never put that on screen, would they? No. He showers in Solo, but you haven't seen Solo. No, he doesn't. He does. On purpose. (laughs) What do you mean? Well, no. He accidentally might get caught in the rain, and you don't have to shower. No, no, no. no, It is a fully functioning Star Wars shower, which answers the question, do they have showers in Star Wars? Yes. (laughs) We've all been wondering. Uh, And people said that film was rubbish. Which is that one for me? Yeah. Knitting Hill. Yes. Sorry, I just me saying yes was me. Hugh Grant the... falls in love with a very old woman. Young people knit too, man. You can't go around pushing this stereotype that it's only old people knitting nowadays. Why? Who's going to come after? Oh, uh, all the oh, all the hip young knitters. Bring them. <laughs> they, they they are pre-armed with needles. Well, it, it, oh, is knitting needles? I'm thinking crochet in my head, which is the big plastic ones, which I don't think are going to do a lot of damage. Is that crocheting? Or is crocheting the no, one where they draw the picture? No, needles are the big them? plastic ones. Oh, need- no, knitting oh, needles no. are the big plastic ones. Because they clack together. We I don't need- know anything about oh, knitting. Young knitters, I'm really sorry. All you young knitters, <laughs> let us know where you're showering and how you knit. So he is a bumbling young man. Posh and he's cold. Dude. And, he's and cold. an old lady over the street sees him looking chilly and she knits him a scarf. Look, Hugh... Grant in his prime would have looked excellent in a knit. Yeah, he did. Did he? Did yeah. He, did he knit I'm sure he's in some good knits in Bridget Jones. Mm, yeah. I recently, that I recently watched all three Bridget Jones films. Yeah? Yeah. And? Uh, Two's a dip, isn't it? Good, fine, bad. Yeah. Oh, bad. I don't think I bad. finished the third one. I got to the bit where they're at a festival. Yeah, it's bad. One of my close friends plays a naked man in that scene, but I don't know if I got to that bit. How close? How, how did you recognise him? How naked? <laughs> How naked and how close to you are you? I don't think you Which see bit his of him genitals. Did you see it That's, oh, wow. is he naked then? He, I shared a bed with that guy once, actually, mm-hmm. the, the naked guy from Bridget Jones. Thought, I'm sure he, you he all should know. Be, this, this, should, this should be on screen. <laughs> That's a cinematic <laughs> nod. No, and he actually, he said to me the next morning, he was like, I slept in my boxes out of consideration for you. So I could have seen... You could have seen a famous... <laughs> mm. But yeah, no, he... Uh, out of consideration for you. He shouldn't really have said... He didn't need to say that. <laughs> Do you, you think? think? No. Oh, well, that was nice of him, I thought. I'd better than him sidling up naked. Out of consideration for you. Wow. Yeah. It's just all fun and games. That's Knitting Hill. Knitting Hill? Is, what happens in the thing? Does he make a... Is there a big speech at the end? Hugh generally does a big speech. Uh, I can't really remember Notting Hill. I think at the beginning of Notting Hill, he's just wearing all non-natural fabrics. And that oh, would be fun to see Hugh Grant in be, a tracksuit. Yeah. PVC. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> Get it made. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right, what about this one from Ellen? Elton John Carpenter from Mars. That's John Carpenter. Yeah. And then there's... John, John, Elton John, and then there's John Carpenter, isn't he the Halloween director? Yeah, and there's also the Carpenters, <laughs> and it's just and the there's concept. Ben, there's also Ben Elton, and there's carpets. Yeah, there I mean, are. Yeah, there are, the, there are the carpets. Not Mars really the same bars. Word, but it's fine. Uh, John Carter from Mars. Yeah, bad. That's yeah, what people say. Yeah, it's had a bit of a reappraisal where people say it's not as bad as they thought it was. Yeah, but come on. But it was it was a massive flop at the cinema. It was like the first really big kind of science fiction, big Star Wars attempt from Disney before mm. they actually owned Star Wars. Yeah. And it, they tried it and then they thought, let's just buy Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a try before you buy. Yeah, good. And it went wrong and then they bought. bought. Mm. Mm, interesting. Mm. Interesting, Disney. Okay. Yeah, Elton John is in a sci-fi film. I think, you know, his classic look, wouldn't be too out of place in a sci-fi movie. No, not at all. Not at all. Great soundtrack. I mean, yeah, he can soundtrack a movie. Yeah, I'm into it. When I was younger, I thought that life was so wonderful. I had a really big thing where two pieces of music really affected me, yep. and they really upset me. And they, the the through line is the the like absence in space. So Rocket Man makes me really sad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Bowie's Bowie. Space Oddity. They space both- Oddity is really scary. Yeah, they both make me really scared and sad. Isn't Rocket Man fun? Isn't he a fun Rocket Man? Yeah, I think it's more just like sadness of saying goodbye and going into space. Ah, oh, it's fun to say goodbye. Is it? Yeah, if you're a Rocket Man, you wait for the end of the episode. You get back on the rocket. Yeah, that's the best bit. I don't know, but yeah, Space Oddity—the bit where it's like, "Can you hear me, Major Tom?" Oh yeah, whoo, little weepy there, mate. Mm. So yeah, but Elton John can't do that, or can he? It is Elton John covering all the space songs. Yeah, space oh, that's good. I, I always like that. wanted you space to space musical. Into- yeah, they're the three big space songs. <laughs> they're the three greatest space songs. Rocket Man, Space Oddity, Space Man. <laughs> Wait, on Channel Five on Boxing Day, the top hundred greatest <laughs> space songs. Brought to you by Joel and John. We'll do it. Uh, well, yeah. Well, Talking Heads. Let us know what the fee is. Have they got a space song? <laughs> Come on, Channel Four. <laughs> mm, that's the kind of. I mean, we didn't even script that. <laughs> we scripted the rest. Though. Yeah. All right, I don't think we're going to get much further with uh, Elton John Carpenter no. from Mars. It's too many puns. It, it yeah, was too many puns. My brain's been fried. Corgi registered. Korg from Thor Ragnarok learns to plumb. No, not interested. I thought it was going to be a dog. <laughs> I'm not interested. I thought it was going to be a plumbing dog. When you well, said Corgi registered, I was, I was off my seat with excitement. I imagine a dog with a little utility belt on. Yeah. I was into it. But nah, not now. Sorry, Stephen. Brackets. Um, no, 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 no. We, just try it again. Just read it again. Well, I mean, to be fair... Just lie. Stephen doesn't know. Just lie. Stephen doesn't exist, Jones. <laughs> so this one comes from 
Stephen, Corgi registered, a dog learns to plumb. Uh, yes! <laughs> cool. So, a dog, a plumbing dog. Yeah. Dogs with professions. I'm really into it. Especially Corgis. Corgis are great. Yeah? Corgis are the fantasy dog. They must cost what? £10,000? How much the... do dogs, how much do dogs cost? Tweet us in. Where you shower, how you knitting, how much does a dog yeah. cost? The great thing about a Corgi is they always look happy. Oh, They've exactly. Got happy you can really face. mistreat them. That's what's good about No, you're right. That is what's good about Corgi is that if you're like a shit owner, if you know you're going to be a bad dog owner, get a dog that always looks happy. But, I also, but it's in the eyes, isn't it, with a dog? Equally, I like a happy cor- a Corgi because they always look happy, but I also like the dogs that always look sad. Oh, There's yeah. a melancholy to them that you yeah, just love. Like that cartoon one. Like a droopy face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, good. There's not much more you can add than imagine a dog plumbing. It'd be great. Yeah, he plumbs. You call up a plumber and you're like, oh, can you come around? And they're like, yeah, no worries, we'll send someone around. And then a little ding dong. Like, oh, Is it the dog? And the dog's there. Is the dog be... answering the call? No. 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 That'd be... He's got a receptionist. Difficult. He's got a receptionist. Who is a gecko. How many... <laughs> How many dogs do you think do a standard task? What's a standard plumbing task? Well... Bleed a radiator, one dog. Yeah. Changing um, a boiler, four, four dogs. Four dogs. That's a four dog job. <laughs> and they charge you by the dog, not by the hour. <laughs> It's five. So dogs. if you just want ten dogs to come around, you can pay for that. It's actually five dogs for the pl- uh, for the change of the boiler because one has to lower the p- boiler onto the four other dogs. Oh, yeah, walk yeah. Out I think it's actually six. Another one has to go. <laughs> big job, big job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, l- I love this. Yeah, it's better than Cork from Ragnarok, isn't it, Stephen? Who doesn't exist? <laughs> My worry is is if there's anyone called Stephen listening. They'll be having like an identity crisis. You, Stephen, you exist. <laughs> Unless you're Scottish. Right, should we do our own film? Yeah. Ideas? It's Love Chirac. Former French <laughs> president, yeah. Jacques Chirac. Yeah. And just the stuff he gets up to. Ah. Because in France, you can have an affair. But isn't that I, what it says? Isn't that what it says when you drive in? Yeah. When you, when you get the ferry. <laughs> I think when you get the... No, no, no. France definitely exists. For it's not like Scotland. <laughs> when you get the ferry in, I, I know I've seen this. Yeah. When you get the ferry in from Dover over to Calais, mm, two there's a big sign. You can have and an it affair. It says France. You can have an affair. <laughs> You're French, John. It's fine over there, isn't it? For the record, you can actually also have an affair in all countries. It's physically possible. Yeah, but in France, it's less round upon. Is that what you're trying to say? I'm trying to say it's actively encouraged. Oh, because their presidents have affairs. Well, they like hop on the back of a moped and go and have an affair. And everyone's like, Way! So you're getting Chirac and Hollande mixed up. Uh, no. I'm Chirac just had an affair. I'm saying oh. it's possible. Allegedly. I'm saying you can have an affair. Here's an example. Physical- Hollande. Mm. There isn't a B-52s hit that I can get Hollande into. I tried. Oh, I didn't get any sleep last night. <laughs> Wait for the Hollande. Because what I specifically wanted was a crossover of B-52 and former French president. Uh, if you can think of a crossover of the B-52s and Francois Hollande... Let Joel know. Tweets. I will come to your house and give you a cuddle. <laughs> so that's my idea. Yeah, right. Love Chirac. So it's a him. It's his day. The thing is, it's like a 90s kind of comedy. It is, yeah. About his various right. lovers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That we. This isn't true, just for the no, record. No, 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 no. Unless he did have an affair, in which case it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we're very black and white on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little research been done. <laughs> Either he is an honourable, one-lady kind of guy, mm-hmm. or he is a serial, serial adulterer. Yeah. <laughs> so he, nothing he, in yeah. the middle. <laughs> there is no... That, that's just the way it is. Uh, yeah, and it, it's just a knockabout bit of fun. And it's him sort of... What is the what is the French equivalent of 10 Downing Street? That's a good question. Do I s- don't know the answer to. Where do they live? I don't know. 
Oh, I think to we're, be we're fa- idiots. Well, yeah, but I no, think, we are idiots. Well, yeah, I mean, that's think about the pl- what are the pl- what point. are the big places. So you've got oh, turn down he lives. You've in, got the White House. He lives in the Arc de Triomphe. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> There's a little door at the bottom. Because I know what you guys are thinking, listener. You're thinking the Eiffel Tower, but no, it's actually... Too the, obvious. Yeah. Too much of a target. <laughs> We're subtle. Subtle. Art of Triumph. <laughs> That's actually fun because it is a 90s knockabout comedy. So yeah, he lives he in the Art of Triumph. Yeah. He hosts most of his meetings on the Eiffel Tower. I've never been to the top. I've been to the Eiffel Tower twice. I've never been to the top. How many levels? It's three. I've got to the second level. I just find the final boss too hard. No, so if you're interested, first time I went... <laughs> Thanks for asking. I wasn't asking you. I was encouraging people to turn off. The first time I went, I was interrailing around Europe with my yeah. good pal Tom. Shout out Tom. Hi Tom. Um, Not muscles, Tom. No, but if you're Shut- up for it, mate. <laughs> if you're up for it, little seafood tour of Europe. Come on. <laughs> I've just gone freelance, so I've got a lot of time in my hands. Went, well, I went with Tom, and we were living on the cheap. So we took mm. the stairs, because you can walk up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did the stairs, but the stairs only go to halfway. Um, and then it was paid to the top on a lift. Yeah. He said, no. And the second time I went, mm. my girlfriend was afraid of heights. Ah. But she was she was saying, look, we're going to do this. I don't know what she's saying weird because I was fine with it. Yeah. I would have climbed up the outside and we got to the middle. Mm. Uh, freaked out, didn't she? Oh. Couldn't handle it. So we didn't go to the top. So I've been on the Eiffel Tower twice. I don't know what's up there. You can, What's up there? Tell me what's up there. Make up something really fun. This is the bit where I reveal I've not <gasps> been to the top either. Then you're not really French. Is that why you're only halfway French? I've been to Paris twice, and one time we didn't. I didn't even start. I've been going to Paris three time. times. I'm more French than you. Is that is that what it is? Your yeah, French. Admittedly, one time I just changed a train. I didn't... What did you change the train into? <laughs> uh, disco. Oh, nice. Yeah, disco tech. Actually, <laughs> I called it disco at first, and no one came. And then I changed it to disco tech. And they're like, oh, oh they couldn't get enough. <laughs> Branding is very important. That's what we're learning. On the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. <laughs> yeah, what a, what a slogan. Uh, John, <laughs> yeah. what's your big movie idea, you uh, idiot? What a ship down under. Australian bunnies <laughs> dying. Yeah. Yeah, Because we've conquered the Scottish market. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, is Australia real? If, if we're not sure Scotland's real, yeah. surely Australia's not real. <laughs> Come on. Welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest countries Country are <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. Watership. Send us a country, and we'll confirm whether or not it's real. So I haven't actually seen Watership Down, but and I know Bright all the eyes, stuff about like fire. Bright Eyes, yeah, I've Mixomatosis. Yeah. Uh, have you ever, have you ever seen a rabbit with Mixomatosis? Yes. It's a sad thing to see. Yeah. Mm. It's not as it's not as uh, terrifying. It's less terrifying, more sad than I think Watership Down. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, makes it out to be. Can people get Mixomatosis? I don't know. I think they can. You know. Really? Yeah, but you have to lick a rabbit. Ah. Uh, Lick a rabbit clean. Like that, like I like that the hard way. So, what, do you know what I get confused with? Here we go. Mixomatosis. Yeah. And those guys who make cocktails. Uh, what are they called? Mixologists. Yeah. I always get confused yeah. with that. Oh, he's yeah. got mixologists. He's got mixomatosis. I'm like, I go into a bar and someone will say, oh, they've got a great mixologist. And I'm like, get out, get out of here then. <laughs> that stuff is lethal. <laughs> right. It's confusing. And then, some, uh, and then yeah, also, yeah. I'll be going up to a Warren being like, can you get me a Negroni? And there'll be these mad rabbits <laughs> running around. It's really, it's quite... It comes up more than you'd think. <laughs> right. It has to be a sim. So I think it's an animated film that's going to harrow children. Mm, but the rabbit's wearing little hats with corks on. Well, I was thinking we'd just go with stereotypical Australian animals. Let's just read Dub Watership Town. With the Australian accent. mate. Oh, all right, mate. I'm going to get. I, there's a real line of work for me redubbing movies in the accents <laughs> of the world. I was about to say, we started with we're going to take a film but put Scottish accents in it, and we're finishing with we're just going to take a film but Australian accents on it. And on that note. <laughs> There is a knock, knock, knock at the studio door. 
Um, we're actually in John's bedroom, <laughs> so I'm a little bit worried about who's going to come in. So I don't believe he has many visitors. Um, and entering John's room, it is a rabbit. Oh God, no! Don't worry, it's carrying an old fashioned. It's fine. <laughs> That was the pod, John. Yeah. It was a really mad episode. I don't know if there's something, if you've pumped something into your room. I made a very strong coffee before we started. Maybe it's that. It's really nice. Oh, thank you. Mm. Um, also, I, I don't know. I think we get to the end of most episodes and think, this is really mad. Yeah. And then people are like... I get to the end of most episodes and think, I can't speak to you for a bit because yeah. I don't know where it's going to go. In the week, someone very kindly put a picture of a mop with the lyrics to Kanye West's Poop Diddy Scoop and DM'd it to us, yeah. which is a perfectly logical reference to an old episode that we requested yeah. that happen. But then, it, you know, it's a couple scary, months later, it? it's like, yeah. oh, hmm, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. Is this, is this oh, what we're <laughs> Yeah. And after this one, we have, we've just admitted that the only English-speaking country that exists is England and the United States. Mm, I, <laughs> I've also admitted to not cleaning most of my body. Yeah. Which is worse. Turn your distractions off and discover your new favourite podcast. This is Bose Recommends. Hi guys, I'm Nat Coombs from the NFL show with Nat Coombs. Yep, that was a title that took us hours to come up with. We're thrilled to be involved with Bose Recommends because frankly, we are having a great time making this show. We drop episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, and the clue is very much in the title. We're all about the NFL. I'm joined each episode by terrific guests from both sides of the pond, players past and present, journalists, comedians, writers, you name it. If they love NFL, they're in. So what are you waiting for? Get involved. Acast, iTunes, all your favorite podcatchers. It'll be good to have you with us. Enjoy your new favorite podcast without distractions. Discover how at bose.co.uk. Bose. Focus. On. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.